you are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On. Locked On. Locked, 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 Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what is going on, sir? Not much, you know. It's uh... <laughs> Literally, not much. <laughs> not much, yeah. You know, it's funny because I was thinking about, uh, you know, the our coronavirus world and how we're all stuck inside watching the world pass us by on the outside. It's kind of what like Cowboys free agency <laughs> is like a little bit, right? Yeah. It's, it's, you, you kind of are watching people throw numbers around and money around and, and for the Cowboys, you, you just kind of know that this is a period of, of, of waiting and seeing, okay, well, what's left. Yeah, I saw a report from Josina Anderson today, Landon, where she said a Cowboy source said, hey, we're just going to let things die down and settle down a little bit, which is pretty typical of the Cowboys free agent plans. But uh, let's let's go ahead and start with some Cowboys related news. Uh, Landon, we've had some some notable players leave the Cowboys in the first two days of free agency. Uh, the biggest is Chidabe Owuzie, uh, the cornerback who the Cowboys selected in the 2017 draft. Uh, he signed a three-year deal with the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, the terms of that deal I don't believe are out yet. Um, I do have a question for you. Looking back at it now and looking at the selection of that Ouzier pick, do you think it was a good or bad pick by the Cowboys at number 60 in 2017? I still think it was a good pick. I mean, I think you got, you know, a, a, a solid return for a second of, you know, what was he, 60th overall pick or 60th something like that? 60th overall, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, I think you got a solid return, a guy who was a starter when he was healthy. Uh, you know, he, he wasn't, like, kept off the field because – of a lack of talent. You know, I think people were frustrated with him in general because he seemingly has a, a, a singular trait that seems to hold him back. And that's his inability to kind of find the football uh, down the field when, when, uh, when he's in good position, you know, that's the thing about him mm-hmm. is I think that's frustrating is that he has really good position. He, he, uh, you know, even on the snaps where you see him make mistakes, it's like he does 90% of it right. Uh, and then just can't finish that last 10%. But I thought that he was a very serviceable player. Uh, I was even interested in him coming back, you know, potentially on a, on, yep. a, on a, a cheap deal. Uh, but I have a feeling that when we see these numbers that come out, that it was it was not in the cards because I have imagined that I imagine that the Bengals paid him quite a bit of money. Yeah, I would say I, by kind of just thinking out loud, I'm thinking like eight to nine million per year sounds about right for Wuzia. And I, I think Wuzia, I always get his name wrong, but yeah. uh, don't have to worry about getting it wrong much longer. Uh, yeah. yeah. So listen, I think. I think everybody expects the Dallas Cowboys to hit on all other picks, especially all their picks in the top 100, and for all those guys to turn out to be Pro Bowl-level players. Well, that's just not the case, right? And a lot of times, if you're drafting a guy on day two, uh, you know, specifically late in the second round, if he turns into a starting caliber player, that's a win. Uh, Landon, I looked at the last, uh, since 2014, every cornerback that was drafted since 2014. Um, there were 55 of those corners, 
And you can only definitively say two or three have been better than Awuzie since being drafted. It's like James Bradbury, uh, Xavier Howard, and that's just about it. It's and maybe this should be a tale for for us at the draft coming up this year. It's like maybe don't wait on drafting cornerbacks in the second round because those guys typically don't pan out. But uh, just, again, overall thoughts on Awuzie, how big of a loss is it for the Cowboys to, to not have him on the roster here in 2021? You know, I mean, obviously they have to replace him. I mean, he was a starter for them, and and, 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 and I think – when, when he was injured last year, the Cowboys missed him, you know, oh, yeah. and, and, it, and it's not like he came back and played lights out, but I mean, he still was significantly better than anybody else that was playing for the Cowboys on the outside, uh, short of maybe digs at times. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that they need to replace that, that, that position. I, I, I mean, I don't know how much they're going to personally miss D, uh, uh, Elusier, uh, you know, him personally, because I think he was a very good, but uh, you know, a guy that, is probably replaceable for the Cowboys if they wanted to, you know, they could go, whether they want to go the draft route or maybe a different free agent. Um, I I think that ultimately, you know, him leaving was one of those things where the Cowboys go. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, unfortunately that didn't work out, but there's other guys, you know, it's, they're not, they're not scrambling to try to figure this out. But at the same time, I think he he was an option that they probably had in their back pocket. uh, That's, that's not there anymore. Now, the thing is, they have a hole at cornerback right now. You have Trevon Diggs, you have Anthony Brown, and that's really it. So whether the Cowboys fill that hole in the draft or free agency, we shall see. But they absolutely have a hole. Um, Do you expect the Cowboys to bring in a veteran corner? or Do you think we're going to go into the draft absolutely having to find one? I I would be really surprised if the Cowboys didn't sign some corner. Uh, And I think that really the the kind of – uh, tier of corner that they sign is going to be kind of the interesting tell telltale, right? Like, I mean, I think if they sign a guy who is a imminently replaceable, you know, two to three million dollar cornerback, uh, then I, you know, obviously I would not. That certainly wouldn't preclude you from taking a, a cornerback at tenth overall. Right, right. If they sign a guy like you know, uh, I William Jackson somehow. <laughs> I don't know. Expect yeah, to yeah. That, let's but do that. If they signed a guy that was maybe maybe not that high up the tier, but they All signed right, how a guy about, that was like Xavier Rhodes. Okay, um, yeah, I mean, I think those are the guys that you start wondering. Okay, maybe are they kicking the can a little bit at cornerback, or are they potentially thinking about drafting a cornerback that they aren't necessarily planning on starting right away? You know, so uh, I, I think that the interesting thing about cornerback and, and the free agent market is really what it will tell us about the Cowboys plans for the offseason once whoever gets signed is signed. Just wanted to take a quick break to tell you guys about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets in an it is free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts, and make sure you use that promo code locked on. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting, the, the cornerback market, because we've already seen a lot of those top names go off the board now that Wouzier is signed. Uh, we just saw that Shaquille Griffin went to the, to the Jaguars for what was it, $11, $12 million a year. 
It was like twelve point three. That's and that's the thing I tell people. Like you know, a lot of Cowboys fans are upset about you know the Cowboys not getting involved in, in free agent spending, and I and I I want them to spend money on free agents. But how many of these deals that we've seen over the first day or day and a half it's been that are you super interested in getting involved in? All right, you know? so let's 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 transition to that. Let's look at the first two days of free agency and how many deals out there, Landon. Have you seen that you wish the Cowboys would have maybe have explored? I mean, to me, there's really two, and that's about it. The Dalvin Tomlinson deal, uh, he signed a two-year, $22 million deal with uh, the Vikings. And even that's at the very tippy-top of the yeah. price range that I would pay for you know, a, a one technique. But I think that's at least in a reasonable market. Is there any other ones that you maybe wish the Cowboys would have gotten in on? I mean, not not particularly. You know, I think that there have been some okay deals. There's been one or two okay deals as far as the money that the teams are paying. But, but I mean, those are usually for, those are for players that I wasn't necessarily interested in. Okay. Um, I, I, you know, that's my thing is that I, I understand that people want the Cowboys to do something, but the money that's being thrown around right now for some of these players is not it's not worth the squeeze I, you know well, that's I, I just think what free agency is every year right and now you yeah. can make the case hey it's worth overpaying such and such player if you have such a big need and you believe it's going to be a massive upgrade sure the the thing is is how many of those guys right now are in free agency that you would be willing to overpay to me there was dalvin tomlinson and then yannick Nagakwe. it was really the only other one that i thought maybe would have been worth it i think he got like 12 million a year from the Raiders. That that's at least something I would have been interested in, but it doesn't appear the Cowboys want to spend that much on edge rusher. Anybody else? Honestly, no. <laughs> I mean, I just like a lot of these deals are again, it's not that I don't want the the players involved, but but at the price that they're being offered, like you're I mean, look, you, as you said, you're going to overpay in free agency. Uh, and I think that, you know, everyone's kind of mocking the Cowboys for being cheap. But honestly, I, I don't know that it's cheap as much as you pay a, a more a reasonable market price after the third day of free agency. It's just it's just the way it is. Like if you're looking to fill your, your team with, uh, uh, you know, solid starters at good pricing, you can you can still do that throughout free agency. No problem. If you have to overspend because you have a, a huge massive gaping hole that can't be filled by anything short of a, a a superstar player or a player that's being paid at the top of their market then you shop in the first few days of free agency sure, uh, that's, sure. that's just kind of the way it is and, and and you know every year we all get super upset about it but i mean that's just also the way of the world a sure. lot of the you know and, and every team does it kind of differently some you know some teams uh, we'll we'll make a splash uh, occasionally with a free agent uh, signing that that they hope can inject a bunch of talent in a certain position group, uh, but you know it, it certainly hasn't been something the Cowboys have done a ton recently. And frankly, when they have done it, it it's not like they've gotten great returns on it either. Sure. All right. So let's kind of restack free agency after one and a half days. Again, we are recording this on Tuesday afternoon. There's a great chance by the time you, you listen to this podcast that some of these guys are off the board, but uh, just some potential names for the Cowboys Landon. Uh, you give me a position and we'll go through it. All right. Let's start with defensive tackle. 
All right, so this is you picked the hardest one because defensive tackle is rough right now. You have some of the veteran guys, right? Ndamukong and Sue. I don't think the Cowboys are interested in that one. And then there's a lot of like guys that are coming off injuries: Sheldon Rankins, Kawan Short, uh, Malcolm Brown, uh, Larry Obenjoye. Any of those guys do anything for you? Honestly, I mean, all those names are, are nice. I mean, I know that you got some guys that are coming off injury there, but I think that's actually going to potentially help you get a decent price for those guys. Uh, I, I mean, I, we've talked about it before. I am I like the idea of a Malcolm Brown just simply because he yeah. doesn't count against your comp picks. Uh, he's a, a, a decent player who can give you good snaps at, at nose tackles. When you line him up with Woods, I think you get a good pairing there. Um, you know, I think – you're not looking at, at that price range and you know with with this part of the of the tier of free agency you're not looking for some you know dynamic two-way nose tackle who's a pass rusher right, right. you're looking for a guy to come in and give you snaps who can help you uh, in the run game and, and and help you know not have to lean solely on someone like Antoine Woods to be the only kind of guy in the middle who can take on double teams so uh, I, I I think a guy like him would be good uh uh, who what about da- well? What about Danny Shelton? He was re- yeah. released by the uh, Lions, I believe, on Tuesday morning. Uh, would I, I mean? I know this. People are going to laugh, but it doesn't count against your comp pick. Probably going to be pretty cheap. Is that somebody that you're interested in? Sure. Yeah. Let's see what the money is like. I mean, again, another guy, strong guy in the middle who can take on double teams. Mm-hmm. Probably not much of a pass rusher, but can push a pocket, you know, a little bit if it's taking too long. Uh, but I think he's a guy that you know immediately can up improve your run game and, and immediately can uh, be uh, a rotational guy with the, with, the, with the guys you already have in the middle and and, and, and improve your run defense and, and and again the thing with defensive tackle is it's going to help your linebacker play as well. Yes, so yeah. a guy like only twenty seven years old. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's something I'm certainly interested in. Jonathan Hankins is still out there. I've got a feeling, Landon, that some of these defensive tackles are going to be sitting on the market for a while. That typically happens, you know, every year. We'll get into late March, early April. They'll still be there. Uh, I, I would be shocked if the Cowboys make a move early on at defensive tackle. Now, if we go to edge rushers. This is where I'm at least kind of intrigued because we saw a bunch of these guys come off the board, uh, you know, within the first few hours of free agency. And now there's some guys left that I still think can really contribute as a third rusher, Landon. Like you have Alden Smith, who we've talked about ad nauseum on this show. Uh, I would actually like to see him back. Justin Houston has been really good for the Colts over the last couple of years. He's only 32 years old. Uh, you have Carlos Dunlap. Uh, th- there's there's some guys, Melvin Ingram, Jadavion Clowney. There's some guys here if the Cowboys want to spend up on a defensive end. Do you think they'll be interested in that at all? I think they should. I mean, I think that you need uh, uh, another pass rusher in this arsenal to kind of make this defense run, especially if you're not sure what's happening on the back end of your defense. Yes, you, yes. It's always better to load up on pass rushers uh, and, and, and give those those guys in the back end a lot easier job to do, and, and that doesn't require a higher caliber of cornerback. So, uh, yeah, I, I would be interested in uh, looking in a, a Houston or an Ingram, uh, these guys who have skins on the wall, ha- know how to rush the passer, uh, and who may benefit from a kind of role where they're the third pass rusher. They're the third guy who's coming off the bench in, in, in pass rushing situations, a rotational situation where, you know, you can kind of continue to uh, uh, extend their career, but also put them in a position to do what they do very best, and that's rush the passer. Which guy do you like the best out of the, the trio of Jadavion Clowney, Melvin Ingram, and Justin Houston? Which one do you think would make the most sense for the Cowboys? Not Clowney. 
Because I, 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 I think Clowney probably costs the most, and he's not giving you what you're specifically looking for. I think Clowney probably. is probably a better two-way player who can rush the passer, uh, but honestly, it'd be like almost signing a different version of Demarcus uh, Lawrence. You know, so sure, sure. Uh, I think you're looking more for a Houston or an Ingram, a guy that uh, can come in and give you very good pass rush, pass rush, ah, pass rush snaps, uh, and you don't have to worry about. Uh, exposing them to as many run snaps because you you know you're kind of rotating them in as needed. Yeah, I I think Justin Houston. I, I mentioned it before, but I think he would be the best fit. He again very productive over the last two years with the Colts. Nineteen sacks. Uh, he's Mr. Durable over the last couple of years. He's played a bunch of games. If you're just bringing him in in pass rush situations and limiting his snaps, I think he can be very. Very good. Uh, we talked about corners landing. We kind of know the names there. Safeties is interesting because yeah. we saw John Johnson of the Rams get signed early. And after him, there really hasn't been that much action. There's a lot of guys still out there. Anthony Harris, Kareem Jackson, Xavier Woods, Malik Cooker, Keanu Neal, Deron Harmon, Trey Boston, uh, Earl Thomas, Eric Harris. A lot of guys out there. Do you anticipate the Cowboys bringing in one of these guys? And the guy that I didn't even mention, who we've heard the Cowboys are interested in, DeMonte Casey, do you think that's likely? Yeah, I mean, I think it's likely that they bring somebody in. Um, The question is, you know, whom? And and, and really, I mean, look at those names. I mean, that's just a crazy long list of starting caliber free safeties, you know? It happens every Uh, year. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, and, and you wonder if now uh, Harris is in a kind of precarious position because the younger guys have gotten signed. Uh, there's now a, a, an actual reflooding of the market because mm-hmm. a guy like Kareem Jackson uh, is uh, now kind of part of that market. Um, you wonder if his market may start getting de- depressed a little bit because uh just because of the volume of, of safeties available, maybe teams aren't going to view him as a you know three to four million dollar improvement a year on the next level of safeties. So uh, there might be an opportunity for the Cowboys to potentially get Harris if they wait and his market continues to go this way uh, at a, on a cheaper deal. If if you know no one is biting at a huge market, there may be a point where guys like Harris. Uh, realize that the the market is not what it should be, uh, and and again, especially for free safeties, they came into this COVID free agency, which is not which is already problematic with a yep. depressed cap, yep. which is already problematic, and into a market for free safeties that there's tons of them. I it, I don't think it would be the worst idea for someone like Harris to sign a short one year deal and redo this again next year, hoping that the safety market is a little bit better next year with the with the increased cap space. Uh, but otherwise, if you're not interested in Harris, you know. I think Kareem Jackson, he's an older guy, but I think if you, again, you're looking to sign him for a one- uh-huh. and two-year deal, he, he played really good football last year for yep. Denver. Yes, he did. Uh, and, and, he, and, he's, and he's also a pretty consistent guy about staying healthy as well. So um, I like where the market currently is, actually. Now that Johnson has gotten his big money, it does seem like the, the there isn't as much of a run on safeties. We'll see what happens today. But uh, if if Harris continues to kind of – I mean, I just haven't heard anything about Harris. Nothing. So nothing. If, if that continues nope. to be that – uh, you know, kind of unsure market. Look for the Cowboys to kind of swoop in in a couple of days and say, "Hey, 
look, maybe this is this isn't the market isn't playing the way you want. Come play for a highly visible team and uh, on a short term deal, uh, and then maybe uh, give it another go in twenty twenty two. See if you can get a better deal on, on in the free agency. Yeah, and I'm again we're monitoring guys like Malik Hooker who we've liked since yeah. he came into the league. We'll see what his market looks like uh, over the next couple of weeks. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all the bars. And now is the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar Madness. Today's matchup is Apple Almond Crisp against German Chocolate Cake. Go to BuiltBar.com or go to Built underscore bar on twitter and remember to use the promo code locked on 20 to get 20 percent off your next order that is locked on 20 to get 20 percent off your next order at builtbar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar out there with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models it's now impossible to stock all of the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront why endure the often intimidating questioning lines like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX or a Z65 XM17? You have to wait while the counterman orders the parts on the computer, choosing the only brand that the warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at your home, in your pocket. No need to endure those awful questioning lines anymore. You have time to look up the answers because guess what? You have the convenience of ordering these car parts right there in your home. RockAuto.com is a family business serving car parts to customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com and shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers, not just the ones they have to pick from in the stores. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet, which as a dog owner, I know I have to replace often. Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same car parts going into one of these fancy doodad stores? Go to rockauto.com and see all of the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us section so they know we sent you. They have an amazing selection of car parts and always reliably low prices everything your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com for everything you need for your car delivered right to your door. rockauto.com. Lena, we also had some some other free agency news from the Cowboys. Uh, it sounds like LP uh, Latasur, their center, or excuse me, their long snapper for the last 16 years will not return. Uh, the Cowboys signed uh, a, another long snapper that was with uh, Bones Fossil in Los Angeles. I believe the name is Jake McQuaid, I believe is how you say it. Yeah, I, I'm pretty uh, sure he lived outside the wall in Game of Thrones for a little <laughs> while too, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, uh, yes. And, and first of all, we have to say his full uh, LP's full name, Luis Philippe Latasor, because uh, nice. adios, buddy. I mean, I mean, seriously, no joking aside, the most efficient uh, player at his position in Cowboys history. Uh, yeah, was I, was one one hundred percent on long snaps. Never screwed up a long snap in his entire career. 
uh, and suddenly he's out the door. He, he, uh, he had one penalty in his career, and it was on a bogus uh, fake snap infraction. Other than that, I think you could say he had the perfect career in the NFL, right? Racked up a all, bunch of money. Almost literally perfect, right? Oh, like, literally perfect. It's exactly the career you want as a long snapper. Uh, so fantastic career. I believe he fell just a couple games short of Jason Witten's record for the most consecutive or starts to the Cowboys. Yep. Um, uh, we wish you the best, LP. I hope you yeah. never play for another team because you belong in the Cowboys Ring of Honor. Not really, Absolutely. but close. <laughs> if we have a long snapper's Ring of Honor, I mean, he's going right in. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, was try, I was trying to think of a, a different type of Ring of Honor he can go into. But he, a, a very, very good player. Um, are you concerned at all about the Cowboys making the switch here? No, because LP, you know... LP is not the only uh, long snapper who has it. Is that a perfect record? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think if, if you're really good at long snapping, uh, then it's one of those positions that it's easy to forget because they, they it gets done so well. Uh, so I, I'm not, you know, and, and LP is 40 years old, you know. So yeah. there is there is a there is a point when it's time to start winding it down. So I, I'm I'm okay with this. And, and maybe the Cowboys just wanted to get a little bit more athletic and get a long snapper. They can go down and make plays on you know, punt coverage and all that kind of <laughs> and stuff. And maybe he does some kind of trick shots that we don't know. I mean, it's, yeah, it's fossil. Sure. So got, I mean, maybe he can like play quarterback or sure, you know, they've got sure. some play where he goes out for a pass or something. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, before we head out, any, any bold predictions about the Cowboys free agency here on Tuesday night, Wednesday morning? Yeah, I mean, my prediction is that they're not going to be very bold. Uh, okay. It's, that, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, you know, look, again, I just don't think that the Cowboys are in a couple of positions. They would like to take a big swing, but I think yeah. the market needs to be right because in order to kind of continue to spend here, they're going to have to flip switches on contracts that they may not want to flip switches Correct. on. Correct. And I think that's really what we, we should be like looking at is that, you know, they clearly deliberately flipped the switches on the contracts that they feel comfortable with. And we should read into that, you know, that they feel comfortable about the offensive line. And that's good news. The other side of that should be true. We should be paying attention to the, the 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 contracts that they are not flipping the switches on, that they are not prorating out, because I think that will also tell you a little bit about the potential uh, long term, you know, so the long term <clears throat> relationship with the Cowboys and those players. Uh, before we go, Landon, we got some breaking Cowboys news. Uh, sound Uh-oh. the alarms! The Cowboys have made a signing. What? They have agreed to a two-year deal with cornerback C.J. Goodwin, uh, according to uh, Drew Rosenhaus. Well, no. not all that exciting. I, I'm, no, I'm glad to have him. Honestly, I would have been upset if he had left. So uh, it's not a it's not a a, a, a no. four alarm free agent signing. Uh, but it's another signing where you're getting your best uh, special teams player back, uh, and he is a difference maker on special sure. teams. So I yeah. am honestly glad to get it back. Two million dollars guaranteed over the next two years. Give me. Sure. Yeah. I mean, Great. he's fine. He can also play a couple different positions and on the defense if you need him. He's not. He's, he's not terrible on defense. No, he's not. He's no. he's a really good fifth cornerback if you need yeah. him. Yeah. But yeah. uh, that is it for today's show. I know we had to leave you guys on some exciting breaking cowboy news, but yeah. uh, make sure you guys download, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB, and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you next time.